The art of customer service is getting lost. The need for customer service is greater than ever. I don't know if people don't care if it's falling by the wayside, but it's it's no longer the focus of most places. And I think the, the customer service kind of mixed with the knowledge and just being there for the customer. Um, I think all together are things you can't get anywhere else to the fullest extent you can at Midwest Evening Appliance. Midwest TV and Appliance, you get more for your money. Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday, 10 to 11, we play with people who like to have fun in the kitchen or on the grill or out camping or anytime there's a meal involved. I know that my good friend Wayne Oliver is somewhere nearby planning to feed a group of people. Wayne, it is always good to see you. Good morning, Mike. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm so glad we could make this happen. It is interesting to me, too, that it, it happens different times of the year, different seasons, different ingredients. And when we spoke earlier in the week, well, what do you want me to bring? I said, buddy, anything you bring is fun because it's different. You you and your bride and when your kids are in town, your daughter, you eat differently than everybody else. So if you've been out to the East Coast, it's going to be seafood or, you know, whatever. There's always something different from the Wayne Oliver kitchen. And so whatever. How did you come up with today's uh, offering a, a little mixture of uh, what's in the refrigerator, what's in the cupboard, <laughs> what's in the garden, and uh, mixed with a little dose of uh, Google's new AI engine. Really? It's, so it's, a refrigerator door cooking at its finest. Yeah. So, you know, I, what I did is when, when you said, hey, whatever you'd like to bring, I took a kind of inventory of what I had available at home. Uh-huh. Um, you can go into Google, put the ingredients and look for recipes or class of recipes that will fit with those ingredients sure and came up with this uh egg goat cheese cheddar dill parsley uh butter mixture really yeah and um i I, so kind of a quiche thing kind kind of of a a quiche frittata thing kind of a frittata it didn't really have a name to it but all the ingredients sounded really good together it's the wayno combo yeah it's wayno combo and you uh you know it smells delicious i'll tell you we cooked up some toast to put it on a little on top of and it's a kind of an egg bake and uh but it's just really really um to me, different. Awesome. I mean, it's, it's, not oh, yeah. some, it's not something that I normally would cook, but this time of the year, it's just like, hey, I didn't want to do, we've done meats, we've done all kinds of things. Let's, let's do something more on the breakfast side this morning. Yeah, cool. Fun. Yeah, so yeah, cooking with eggs is fun. I mean, yeah. I don't do it as much as I should, but uh, now that I have a bunch and the uh, prices come down, they're easier to yeah. find. Yeah, uh, no kidding. Uh, it's fun to cook with. Well, and do you always consider eggs unless it, well, eggs as a main ingredient? Is that breakfast? In uh, your no, mind? Not always. Okay. I mean, I mean, many times growing up and even nowadays, we'll, we'll make some kind of a, an omelet for dinner. You know, if we, we have, oh, yeah. if, we, if we have leftover uh, steak, uh, ham, ah, things like that. A little Denver thing going on there. Yeah. I mean, once again, it's one of those things. You take whatever's in the garden, what herbs. I mean, you know, this is uh, dill, parsley, and um, chives all out of my garden. So cool. I, went out, I went out and got them this morning <laughs> and, oh, perfect. And, and chopped them up. So you, you kind of look at what's around and you, you put things together, Mike. And go from there. It smells delish. Well, and I just wanted you to say it out loud because that's exactly what I do yeah. almost every day. Yeah. 
even when it's something simple, because, uh, you know, I have to feed people with very limited palates sometimes. So can't get too crazy or I want to get a little crazy, but figure out how to hide that. Uh, On the way over, I thought of one more thing I could have added in here and it would have probably been great is some uh, halved or quartered uh, cherry tomatoes. A little tomato would have been nice. Next time. Next time. That's right. So you coming back tomorrow? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring it. I'll bring you breakfast. Oh man, that'd be awesome. So, what are you what are you going to call this? Um, goat cheese cheddar um, egg bake. Goat cheese cheddar egg bake. Yeah, herb egg bake. Okay, that no, works. I, I mean, egg uh, bake uh, with egg, egg bake with goat cheese cheddar herbs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, yeah, yeah, or, yeah. That's it's it smells delicious. I can hardly wait till we don't have to talk so I can have a bite. <laughs> and, uh, are, do you do that kind of cooking often? I oh. know that you travel a lot, so you don't get to spend as much time in the kitchen as you probably like. But uh, you know, when but, you get the chance, when you're in town, are you yeah. playing? Yeah, I'm playing. I'm playing with food. I mean, very seldom. Um, I, I do not remember that. Getting old, you forget the names of some. But there's one. And my wife doesn't like cookbooks in general, but and I have very, very few actual books left on the shelf. Sure. But there is this uh, book, and um, I'll send it to you, uh, the name, but it's a lady that does all kinds of recipes using um, a whole variety by season of stuff that you could find in your garden and really? your home. And it's just amazing. And she says, this is the only cookbook you'd ever need because there's just such a variety of recipes. One, you know, on a, on a complexity scale, they're probably six to six to seven as far as hardness to put together sometimes. Yep. But once again, if you just put all your ingredients together and then read how to sure. put them together, it's a lot easier. Well, and I, I like that idea, too. You there, there are a couple of websites. Plug in the ingredients, yeah. hit enter, and it'll kick out recipes. I make it often even simpler than that for me because I have a ton of ingredients and so I type in the protein yeah I've got some chicken I have to use up or I have some steak or some something some burger so I'll type in burger dot 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 enter yeah and then see if it's a bake or if it's a burger or if it's a steak or it's whatever and, and go from there because chances are pretty good I have eggs I have cheddar I have goat cheese or uh, uh, feta or lettuce or tomatoes or, you know, I have all of that stuff somewhere. It's sometimes not the protein. So I start with the difficult or the less uh, uh, often ingredient and go from there. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking of it, you know, another ingredient I would have been very happy to throw in this is uh, maybe chorizo. Oh, you're killing me. I don't. I mean, chorizo and tomatoes with what's there. Uh, geez, now I'm going to have to go home and re- re- I know you're definitely going to have to come back tomorrow, maybe this <laughs> afternoon for lunch. Well, and that's fun, though, because you've made it once. But in your mind, you've already made it two more times. Oh, absolutely. And that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it was easy to put together. It took less than 10 minutes to throw together. Uh, it took me more than 10 minutes to go get the herbs out of the garden than it did to put it together and throw it in the oven and uh, get ready for the day. Right. Well, and every once in a while, you run across a favorite recipe that or a, fav- a, a restaurant that makes or a deli that yeah. makes and you have it. Once in a while, uh, I have a, a favorite deli up in St. Paul and I buy their tortellini salad. It's different today than it was last year. Last time I was up there, I said, it's a little different. What are you doing? Well, the prosciutto. We've learned that uh, thinly sliced prosciutto is difficult to get just crispy enough to not be burned. 
So if we cut it a little thicker and then dice it up into little cubes and then put it into a, pot, a fry pan, we get the consistency that we want from cooked prosciutto, but it's little, little tiny blocks, little bricks of prosciutto instead of little curly uh, thin slices. It's delicious. Why, why do you like it? I love it. It tastes yeah. really good. There's just something in there that I didn't bite into the last time. I wonder if they would, uh, you know, put it in the oven, put it under the broiler a little bit like a uh, bacon sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And, maybe. Uh, uh, it's pretty easy not to burn that. Though, yeah. though it's always fun. My wife likes it real crispy and I like it kind of chewy. So do you? Bacon. Yeah. Well, your wife and I are best friends. That's, <laughs> and you know, but at least yours, we can pull yours out. Yep. And then put your Bring yours back in. Mine back in for a couple of minutes. And, yep. and uh, or in some ovens. And sadly, if you, uh, like me, have a stupid electric oven. God, I can't wait till we go full on electric everything. I have an electric oven. So the bacon on this end of the cookie sheet is a little softer than the bacon on this end of the cookie sheet because it doesn't cook evenly yeah. like it should. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, I, and I, you know, we're getting a little off topic, but maybe not. That's okay. Cook, cooking bacon. Uh, I love doing that parchment paper in the. In, yeah, me in, too. And using that gas convection oven. Uh, I don't have one of those, but I used to. But I mean, it cooks it nice back and, in the day. Nice and even. Yeah, it does. And the only issue that I have ever had with that is it cooks it so quickly that you put, uh, you, if you're using your convection oven, you already, you better be up to speed on all the other steps or ingredients because the bacon is normally going to take whatever, 18 minutes. Convection oven, it's going to be ready in eight minutes. Yep. Are you ready for it? Eh, maybe not. Eh, you know, maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. And I'm sure when I get home tonight, my wife's going to ask me after you, while you were cooking this, it was at the same temperature you could have cooked some bacon in the oven to have for BLTs. Honey. <laughs> Why didn't you think of that? <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, no kidding. I saw on social media this morning, someone, uh, I think it was just, it wasn't a friend. It was just a, a photograph that somebody posted. Hey, I just took my first tomato out of the oven. I mean, out of the garden. And so here's this big, thick sliced tomato. She said, Oh, big, soft white bread, way too much mayonnaise, a ton of salt and pepper. It's a delicious tomato sandwich. And I thought, okay, that, you know, okay. I'm so glad you like it like that. I'm with you when we're talking about a big, fat, thick slice of tomato right out of the garden. I'm with you when we talk about uh, a, a big slab of mayonnaise. I'm less with you when we're talking about a ton of salt and pepper. And my mom taught me a long time ago, cheddar, a good cheese bread, toasted cheese yeah. bread, slice of tomato, a slather of mayonnaise, and oh, baby, you're in heaven. Oh, sounds good. I know. I can hardly wait. I can't wait. My, I don't have any. I, I've had one big tomato so far. Uh, Lots of cherry tomatoes. I know. I have. I have one. <laughs> I couldn't even share it. We'd have to cut it in half and <laughs> make both of us angry because that's the way it goes. We're Cooley Region Cooking, and we do that every Thursday. This morning, Wayne Oliver is joining us in the kitchen, and we will take care of a little business and come right back to Cooley Region Cooks. Hi, I'm Ken Cooper, host of the podcast Around River City. I've got an invitation for you to listen in to my conversations with the people that make it so cool to live in and around River City. Subscribe at AroundRiverCity.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. The 
that's the New England diet, I think. Seafood and eat it. Seafood and eat it all the time. All it's the just time. great. Wayne Oliver, my guest on Cooley Region Cooks. I'm Mike Hayes, and I hope you're hungry because Wayne just got back from uh, some time on the East Coast where you're from. And uh, did you eat anything other than seafood while you were there? Uh, corn. Corn. <laughs> oh, yeah. That goes really well with seafood, yeah. So you ate a lot of uh, fish boil. Oh, uh, fish boil, a uh, lot, lot of lobster. But one of the things that you just don't find in the uh, Midwest, and uh, I don't know if, uh, if you remember them back there, Mike, but fried clams. Oh, yeah. And, um, and, it, and it's just not. Not deep fried clams, fried clams. Oh, in a pan with butter and garlic. Oh, no, 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 no. These are deep. deep. You've never had deep fried clams? I don't clams? think so. Man, I'll have to cook some for you sometime. I don't have a deep fryer, but I have fried them in a great big cast iron pan. Oh, no, no. It's, it's Oil and butter and they're, salt and, and, and garlic. And there's always this debate. You know, a clam has the neck. Yeah. And it has a body. Yeah. And then it has a little sack on it. You know, it's just like called the belly sure and so the debate is always do you eat a whole fried clam or do you just eat the clam minus the belly because the belly is like the tamale in a lobster you either like it or you don't don't like it there's no there's no in between in those facts of life yeah but whole (laughs) but whole fried clams uh are pretty much a unique new england uh fair and um, there are competitions every year who has the best fried clams. Right. But I, I can tell you, uh, it's not an inexpensive endeavor today to go out and get a, uh, a big a, plate, a plate of uh, fried clams for less than a hundred bucks. But what? Yeah, clams are uh, hurt. Wow, really? Clams are hurting back because the population is uh, uh, population pretty... is declining. Yeah, and uh, That's there's tough. a couple of invasive species in some of the uh, clam oh, beds. Uh, but boy, it was a fun time going up along the uh, New England coast. Uh, cool, grabbing some seafood here and there, eating your way up, eating your way back. Yeah, good old good old fashioned lobster rolls, boiled lobster, a dozen ways. Uh, some fresh flounder. You don't get flounder around here. You can get it in some specialty seafood stores, frozen. But uh, nice fried flounder is uh, awesome. nice too. How do they serve? I'm just I'm curious about the clams. You go to the East Coast and get fried clams. Do they serve them with or without the belly? Uh, you can have them either way nowadays. Oh, oh. Uh, the uh, and will your wait staff will ask you want them with or without? Uh, you have to. You'll get them with unless you say something. Unless you say no. Yeah. Unless okay. you say no. All right. Um, so, so I guess I've had them that way. It's yeah. been a long time. So yeah, they're, they're just very, very. Uh, it's a unique taste. Um, oyster fried oysters come that way. Uh, nice scallops. Uh, you know. So I, I ate my way through fried food and uh, fresh yeah. lobster. I don't think I've ever had a fried scallop. No. Grilled. Grilled. Ah, geez, fried scallops. Grilled. I've never had. I've, in fact, the only way I've ever, well, maybe I have had them cooked by somebody else. But when I'm in a restaurant and have, you know, steak and scallops, yeah. I guess I didn't say, are you frying these or how are you cooking these? Yeah, I mean, I mean they're brown on the outside, so maybe they're broiled or yeah, a maybe lot they're t- fried. I guess I well, don't. A lot know. of times, I mean, you'll just put them in butter and garlic or something, yeah. or, or a little season and just. Uh, pan fry them uh sear them really and uh but deep fried seafood yeah one maybe not the healthiest thing in the world yeah but one of the tastiest things in the world i didn't get this round by sticking with only healthy uh amen to that (laughs) you gotta try it if somebody says hey do you want to try 
how dare I say no, thank you. I yeah. That sounds unhealthy. I probably don't want to try that. But to go on the other side of the thing that goes with most of the fried seafood that you would find is finding the uh, best onion ring, fried onion ring. Oh. And um, I found only one or two places locally that make their own onion rings. Other than that, it's the uh, food service providers. Yeah, that's and right. In a frozen a, bag. Yeah, in a frozen bag. And they're, you know, you know. You call them Reinhardt or whatever onion yeah. rings, <laughs> right? And, uh, and I get it, and and I'm I'm with you. I I know where to order and where not to. I learned a long time ago. You probably knew this. Someone, probably a farmer, taught me that you want to know what a fr- you want to guarantee you're about to eat a fresh onion ring when you pick that onion ring up and you put it in your mouth and you bite it, yeah. it, it comes off. Yeah, the piece that you bit on both sides, both teeth bite off and now you have a piece of onion, take that ring out and it doesn't pull the whole onion ring out from the right. breading. Yeah. And it, it bites off. Yeah. It really attaches to it and you got a, yeah. you got a unified bite. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's how I, I always keep that in mind when I have my first bite, when somebody says, Hey, you want an onion ring? Yeah. Let me have a small one. I'll have a, a taste. And yeah. if I can bite the onion out of the onion ring, I know we're in I'll have another. Thank you. Jeez, I'm getting hungry again. I'm, I know. I'm have to go, I, I, oh, going back in September for a wedding. So I'll have to do it. I, I'm envious. I, I am. I am. I guess I'm somewhat surprised that you from New England eat as much fried seafood as you do um, or deep fried seafood because it, it, it's, it's so good. Practically raw. It, it is. And um, I have no problems. I mean, I enjoy broiled, pan fried, seared poached oh yeah i know you're not gonna say no thank you no thank you but when it comes to something that's uh delicious and a delicacy a (laughs) a properly deep fried piece of seafood or onion ring is to die oh i got you with the onion rings and i'll have to pay more attention the next time he eats scallops out i'll have to ask because uh you know i'm 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 thinking diggers off the top of my head right now they often have uh uh their protein is some uh, sirloin and uh, and scallops or yeah. your choice, shrimp. And I don't want battered shrimp. I want mine blackened or, you know, yep. I, I don't want stuff on mine. I want my naked shrimp yep. or naked scallops and a piece of beef and uh, garlic mashed potatoes and a giant bowl of that garlic toast, which <laughs> I would push you out of the way for the last piece of that stuff. That uh, is so good. I, I mean, I, I love diggers. I haven't been there for a little while, but, uh, I haven't been to Fish House, but the last time I was at Fish House, they do oh, really, up, in, they, they up re- in Winona. Yeah, they really do a nice uh, deep fried. Do they scallop? A deep fried scallop. A deep fried scallop. All right, I'll keep that in mind because I I don't go to Winona all the time, but on a somewhat regular basis. Yeah. So yeah, it's a pretty ride up. After, yeah, absolutely, a nice ride. You get yeah. an air conditioned all the way up and back. Absolutely. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna have for dinner tonight? Uh, tonight I have some leftover, uh, corn <laughs> on the cob yeah. that I'm going to, uh, reheat on the grill and, oh. um, brown it up a little bit, caramelize okay. it a okay. little bit. Uh, we had some given to us and, uh, had to, uh, blanch it. So it's ready to, uh, finish off tonight. Sure. Uh, and, and some kind of a protein I've, I've got, uh, I've got some Bubba's, uh, smoked pork chops that I just oh, love man. and, um, I think I'm going to put those with it. Pork chops and corn on the cob. Yeah, and I think my wife's going to. I think she'll make a nice uh, homemade potato salad. Cool. Do you and and corn on the cob on the grill? 
Yeah. Does has anybody ever said grilled corn on the cob? What? Oh, I, probably, but it's one of the finest ways to cook it. I oh mean, man, I do it in the winter. If you, I mean, if we, sometimes we get the uh, Florida or California or, uh, corn back here in the winter time for a couple of weeks. I'll, I'll light up the grill yeah. in the middle of winter and do it. Well, in this time of year, I, in fact, I prefer to try and find the corn on the cob that hasn't been shucked already yep. by the oh-so-helpful staff at the store you're in. Hey, we got a big box of corn. We've even shucked it for you. Okay, because I like it with the husk on. Take them home, soak them, put them on that gr- on the fire, let them cook that way, peel them open with uh, you know some gloves, and you got every fifth or seventh kernel is black and a little bit of garlic butter and oh baby, I am I kill myself with deliciousness. You could do a whole segment on how to cook uh, how to cook grilled, corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mexican corn on the cob. There's just so many delicious ways. In fact, I've even talked with people who have figured out a way to make delicious corn on the cob off the cob in January because they didn't have enough room in the freezer to keep it on the cob. Yeah, I I, I love. Uh kind of tried the experiment with seasonings, but uh, pleasing's Greek seasoning oh. on corn on the cob with some nice butter. Oh, it's oh just, baby. Uh, uh, and, yeah. I, and I don't know how I'm going to cook it tonight. I don't either, because you're going <laughs> to open that thing up and you're going to go, oh, man, we don't have enough Greek seasoning because I ate it all last night. I, I totally get how that works. Cooley Region Cooks every Thursday from 10 to 11. We get together with people who like to have fun in the kitchen. Would you like to be one of those people? Just let me know who you are. I'll call you and uh, we'll work out a Thursday. Mike at WIZMnews.com. We're Cooley Region Cooking. We'll be right back. Cooley Region Cooks. Every Thursday, 10 to 11, we play with people who like to have fun in the kitchen or at the grill. Uh, We got to go back. We had conversation during the break. Uh, Wayne, about what you were feeding your wife who remembered the good old days. And why didn't you think of this 30 years ago? <laughs> kebab, uh, making a kebab with kielbasa and grilled pineapple. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's like, uh, you know, you can get into that argument. Does pineapple belong on pizza? I think yes. You know, so but I love pineapple in all, all of its forms. And uh, when we were back east uh, visiting family, happened to go to a family barbecue and uh, one of the relatives was uh, cooking out a staple that I had kind of forgot about in my years of growing up. And it was uh, one, it was real inexpensive growing up. And, you know, we didn't have a whole lot of money back then. And it was just like sure. you did some of the things, but just chunk up some kibasa and uh chunk up some pineapple, put them on a skewer and cook that pineapple until it just gets brown and yeah. caramelized. Well, then the that's the way I will. I, I don't want to say tolerate because that'd give you the wrong impression. I'm not a huge pineapple on my pizza person unless I put the pineapple on the pizza. Yeah. And if that's the case, I'm at least if it's January in particular, I'm going to broil that pineapple first. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to change the flavor of Oh, yeah. Just plain old refrigerator pineapple on a pizza. Oh, absolutely. I don't like that. Oh, no, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, you really, I mean, if you, if you learn anything about fruits and vegetables and you want to get that caramelized, if they have, if they have fire, you got to have fire, yeah. you got to get it caramelized and to release that sugar taste right. and to give you that uh, real flavor. Plus, I haven't had a Canadian bacon that I like better than double smoked, thick cut Bubba's bacon. No, I, 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 I,
cut double smoked bacon next to some broiled pineapple, some cheddar from Wisconsin, and onion, and I don't know what else, a pile of vegetables. My favorite pizza ever is the gourmet vegetarian from, uh, what's it, Papa Murphy's. They make a gourmet vegetarian. It's on a not thick, not thin, like a regular pizza crust. Uh, all the vegetables you yeah. can think of in the universe. Then I add chicken and bacon. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. No, so good. Um, you had to throw Wisconsin into that. Yes, sh- I did. Sh- I did that on purpose because yeah. you mentioned Vermont. Well, you were out there. So I, 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 I no, it's not just out there. It's, it's just two. They're both very, very good. They are re- regional cheese. I mean, you can, you can go East coast, Midwest, Wisconsin cheese, or even, that evil California. Uh, I don't think I would buy California cheese if it was the only cheese available. I wouldn't anymore. Nutballs in California make me so crazy. <laughs> I would lose my appetite just thinking about the crazy person who made this cheese in California. But, you know, the, the big difference is East Coast Canadian cheddars are typically are a harder cheddar. And sure. Wisconsin's a soft cheddar. It's just really what what feels good in your mouth. Right. Uh, great flavors either way. Well, and some of the some of the creameries around here, Ellsworth or uh, uh, the one in Cashton. Uh, as soon as I say the name out loud, I can't remember the name. <laughs> uh, Pasture Pride. Yeah. They make cheese curds that are just killer. Ellsworth has some really painfully delicious extra sharp cheddar that I would put up against Anybody else's yeah. delicious cheddar. Well, in Pasture Pride has a, I've had back when I had a hundred dollars in my pocket, a 30 year cheddar and the piece of cheese you get for if that's 30 year cheddar for $48 yeah. is enough for you and one other person to have a bite of. Oh my goodness. It is so good. If you like sharp cheddar. I, I was up at Nelson at the uh, cheese shop up oh, there yeah, not, yeah. Not, not long ago. And it's just amazing to try. They had everything from, uh, Twelve-year cheddar down to one-year cheddar, and just awesome. just sample each one of those. Oh yeah, it, it's just kind of fun mm-hmm. uh, to check that out. And uh, I mean, I like a great sharp cheddar. I do too, but I only share it with people who would appreciate a great sharp cheddar because yeah. we both have friends that would say, "Oh, cheddar!" Grab a handful, shove it in their face, and say, "Oh, this is pretty good." No, no, you got to really enjoy that. And Otherwise. worse yet, grab it out of the refrigerator and eat it cold. Oh, <laughs> eat it cold. Cut yeah. it out. You're not allowed to my house anymore. If you're eating sharp cheddar right out of the refrigerator. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. That's the way that goes. All right. So what we were talking during the break, we got pineapple and kebab on a skewer. Do you do skewers very often? Uh, my wife does a Kielbasa, good job. I said kebab. Kielbasa and pineapple. Yeah, my, my wife does a good job of putting things together. I'll get all the ingredients she? out and she does a good job stringing up the uh, awesome. uh, skewers. So. I only have a couple of good skewers, but somehow, I don't remember, I probably got it from my dad who used to send me kitchen toys. Back when he had uh, the kitchen stuff stores, he would send me his old one because he got a new one. I got new technology, honey. So here's my old one. Uh, it doesn't look like it's in great shape, but I promise it's still really good. And it was a like a not a, a basket, but only about an inch big. Yep. And so you open it up and you can put whatever in there. And I used to grill uh, vegetables in there sure. all the time. Uh, but he would grill fish of all kinds, so shrimp and so forth, yeah. so that they wouldn't go through the crack. And he didn't have to... <laughs> waste time. He'd say, I don't have time to skewer all these these shrimp, put them in the basket, level them off, season them on the grill. 
I'm I'm cooking while you're still putting it together. Yeah. I mean, is it a little extravagant? Maybe. Is it expensive? Heck no. But it makes life a lot easier. You can buy for like five, 500 uh, wooden skewers. Eight oh, inch, sure. Eight inch skewers. Sure, sure. If you're having people over, it is so easy to do that. And you just give them the whole skewer to, yep. to serve than it is to take the long metal ones. and. Yeah, uh, yeah. And they're going to pop it off the skewer anyway onto her plate. And then you're right. wondering... I wonder why I went, it took me longer to skewer all those things. Right. And nobody said, wow, that's really attractive. Mike, you got red and green and orange and meat and red and green and white mushroom and red and green. That's really a physically yeah. attractive, said nobody while they were gobbling down the delicious food. I'm not going <laughs> to waste as much time making art out of uh, a plate of delicious food. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I, I love to cook and we've talked about this before, but when it comes to presentation, I let my wife make things look pretty good for you. Yeah. It's yep. just, um, it's, it, I appreciate artistic plates in front oh, of me. Oh, absolutely. I, my mindset's not in that world to put them together. Mine isn't either. I don't have the artistic, the, the, the gene that makes artistic food. And yeah. I, I've told the story any number of times, Chris Roderick from Piggies, I watched him a very brief argument with a customer who was adamant and angry that he had told the young lady, his server, no mushrooms, please. I'm allergic to mushrooms. And here on his plate with his steak and his asparagus or whatever else were what he thought a small pile of mushrooms. And he was angry and made a big thing. They're not mushrooms. What do you think? Do I look stupid? He, no, 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 no. <laughs> and so she walked away and Chris came out and said, sir, I'm, Understand you have uh, 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 an issue. Yes, I ins- I'm allergic to mushrooms. And unless you want my death on your hand, he just grabbed a knife, grabbed a fork, cut that, quote, mushroom in half. And that's when the guest realized, oh, it's a baby red potato. I am so embarrassed <laughs> that I just yelled at her, made a huge scene in front of piggies, all these customers. Yeah. And uh, lucky for him, there wasn't anybody uh, with a camera, social social media-ing. That guy's meltdown. You got to be real careful when you're eating food that's prepared by an artist. It might not be anywhere near uh, what it really looks like, what it is. In our in our 20 year plus years in the Cooley region, it's been amazing to see what Chris puts out yeah. of that kitchen down there. Yeah, and, but uh, luckily, I quickly get beyond, that's too pretty to eat. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, Just no. mash it down and make it ugly and then start eating because oh, yeah. it's delicious. Yeah, it's really fun. Absolutely. Yeah. What are you cooking tonight? Tonight? Well, I don't know. You got me thinking. I have some eggs from uh, from my friend Lori. So something eggs. Some I make an egg bake that uh, that's uh, pretty. I use crescent rolls. Sometimes, I, if depending on how many people, I'll just use a, a a tube of crescent rolls, sometimes just round ones or biscuits and make individual eggs with bacon and onions. Got to make those really thin onions, uh, a little spinach, which I also have fresh because my next door neighbor grows stuff. I got all this spinach. You want some? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody ever, they know that I'm going to, I may not be able to use it all, but I'll get a garbage bag almost full of fresh something or other and bring it, put it on the cutting board, dice it up into little pieces and have at it. Although when you mentioned earlier pork chops, I got a couple of smoked pork chops that are still frozen. But when I get them home, 
I mean, when I get home, I can get them out of the freezer and there might be pork chops on the grill. Depends on how hot, maybe pork chops on the broiler. I have to split the difference between it's either pouring rain and then there's no decision or too hot to go outside and grill. And in the wintertime, sometimes the grill tastes so good, but all that heat from the broiler would be awesome in my kitchen when it's 18 below zero outside. So I don't know. We'll see what the temperature is tonight. Pork chops, I think, either broiled in the kitchen or on the grill either way. Can't lose. You can't lose. I'm hungry just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, thanks for doing that. Cooley, well, you get me thinking ahead of time. Cooley, I, sometimes I just wait till I'm hungry and then open up a couple of cooking websites and see what grabs me. We're Cooley Region Cooking. Every Thursday we do it with people who like to have fun. I'd love to invite you to the, well, I am inviting you to the program. Get in touch with who you are. I'll call you back and we'll find a date. Mike at WIZMnews.com. We'll be right back. Cooley Region Cooks on WIZM. I'm Mike Hayes, Wayne Oliver, my guest in the kitchen. We've cooked a number of things for a main meal, but we got to save some room for dessert. I am not a baker. So, uh, you know, desserts for me are generally something I picked up from somewhere else who's really good at it. And it's delicious. Uh, it sounds to me like you had an awesome dessert from a, a restaurant in Trempolo recently, right? Yeah, uh my wife and I, Sandy, went up to um, the Tremolo Hotel for uh, a concert, and uh, we were sitting out on the deck there and uh, decided to eat. So, but the memorable part of it was the dessert, uh, a key lime cake, and it was just really. I mean, my wife makes a great key lime pie, so I know what good key lime tastes like, and this cake was the most. Um, I, I, it wasn't really like real cakey. It was more, it had like a cream cheese consistency, oh, but really? it was a cake. Really? And, and so a cross between cakey cake and a, and cream cheese. Right. And, it, but it, but it was a good two layer four, three, four inch high. Really? Yeah. And heavy, he, heavy. I mean, I like my, yeah. I like my desserts heavy. Why, <laughs> if you're going to, if you're going to go through all the trouble, why Absolutely. eat a light, light dessert? Did you eat your own piece or did you share one? Um, well, she thought went down the path of sharing, but that didn't last long. Uh, that didn't, yeah, that didn't it. last long. Um, but more importantly, the frosting—it wasn't real sugary. It was, it, oh. was, it was a more, it was, a, it was a lighter frosting. that, yes had sugar in it, but it wasn't that buttercream, thick stuff, gooey stuff that you know is eight thousand calories. Sure. It was probably still eight thousand calories, but it tasted good. <laughs> yeah. Didn't didn't look or taste like eight thousand. It probably just was. Plain, just plain delish. Yeah, and and it, and it was just obviously somebody knew how to bake. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. You know, and, and you I, know what you're doing. Yeah, and, and I like. Once again, my wife loves to, to be the pretty, the artistic side. I'm the kind of the technical side, so I I will put everything she needs together to make something look pretty. But and then pass it to her. Pa pass it to her. Hey, it's your turn to put it together right. and put it in the oven. Put a pallet on this, will you? Yeah, yeah okay. put, put, put a pallet on this. But it's just like. Awesome. Uh, but baking is a, uh, is art and there's a lot of science to bake. It is so interesting. And is key lime your go-to favorite dessert? I, I would, uh, key lime or uh, a good, good carrot cake. Okay. Uh, really? God, our tastes run more similar. I, I, I would take a carrot cake over a key lime, but I would also then take a double dark chocolate, you know, molten lava mousse thing 
over everything. I love dark chocolate. It's not quite as sweet as everything else. Yeah, no, so I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, chocolate, I mean, and, and people are so attuned to just, you know, milk chocolate bars yeah. or, or Hershey's bars. Yeah, they don't know. But there's there's a, a gamut of chocolate out there. And, and challenge yourself to try the different uh, uh, fat levels. Sure. Oh, yeah, you got to. And if, if it's over your limit of calories – then grab another fork and share it. Yeah. There's a, and the options, uh, that's where I'm going to go with this one because uh, I have a friend whose favorite thing is key lime, key lime, anything, key lime cookies, yeah. key lime, whatever. And we happened to be up in the cities a while ago and uh, we have to make a stop over at Cassetta's so that I can get uh, the meats for a uh, mufalada. Yeah. And then we step next door to the patisserie and they have big ones or little ones of whatever, whatever they're making. And they had key lime tarts key lime torts they had a big one which was i don't know probably four inches mm -hmm. round and then they have a little one which is just barely more than one bite so it's a very polite two bites but exactly the same so we bought a couple of the the uh, uh the little little tiny torts key lime tarts or torts i can't remember now god those are good and any place called patisserie <laughs> sounds good i know they had a bunch of letters to their name and oh my goodness <laughs> It was so, they were so good. Like a good coconut cream pie? Uh, well. No, I, 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 I could read your face. I'm not a big coconut person. Yeah, I if, like coconut. If somebody said, would you like a piece of pie? My mom made coconut cream pie. Oh, absolutely. I would have a, a small piece. I'm not a huge coconut person. So, but if, you know, if it's homemade. Yeah, it's or made by somebody who knows what they're talking about, what knows what they're doing, I'd give it a try. Sure. Yeah, if somebody took. If somebody takes their time and toasts the coconut before they put sure. it into the pie, tastes it, different it, it that makes way. a big difference in it the does. taste and uh, it just livens it up a lot. Yep. But I uh, guess I'm going to have to cook a pie tonight too for dessert. Oh man, I might be over for toasted coconut on your or, coconut or, cream pie. Or a good Boston cream pie. You're oh, right? now you're talking. Now see if you said, hey Mike, would you like a piece of homemade Boston cream or a piece of toasted uh, coconut cream? Oh, I'll take that Boston cream pie in a heartbeat. Hey, next time I come in, I'll bring a Boston cream pie. I would politely push somebody else out of the way for the last. And if there was only one fork and one piece, I would be polite about it. Oh, look, somebody famous. While they look over, I'm sneaking in front of them. Going there. All right. So while we're talking about things that you have for dessert that you don't make, I got to put in a plug because I'm trying to talk them into as quickly as possible, selling it in a larger container. Quick Trip just introduced, I don't know, recently. A new ice cream flavor. Which one was that? It is, uh, it is State Fair Waffle Cone Ice Cream. Guess I know where I'm stopping on the way I'm home. I'm telling you, they only sell it in pints right now, which is a huge mistake, in my opinion. And I'm sure it's a test, but it's vanilla ice cream and chunks of waffle cone and chunks of chocolate and chunks of brownie and, you know, ribbon of caramel. There's It's vanilla ice cream with a lot of stuff in it. And it is so... So good. Anybody from Quick Trip that's listening, get that stuff in a half gallon tub ASAP. Otherwise, I'm taking them out of there two at a time. <laughs> so I take one home and that's dinner. That's dessert tonight. Now, what am I going to do? Maybe they'll make you a, uh, one of the big pails. One of the I would big, buy it. Big gallon I, pails. It bring is, it down here and let's have a party. I would so like that. Well, and, you know, we've known each other a long time. I like stuff, yeah. ingredients. I like my pizza with a ton of things. I like my ice cream with a ton of stuff in it. Uh, you know, if one ingredient is good, that's why I left a, a restaurant up in the, up. Anyway, I don't want to rag on them, but uh, we have the most authentic 
of this particular meal. And leaving the restaurant, I said to friends that I was with, I guess I don't like authentic because that was the most boring thing I'd ever eaten in my life. I want mine with stuff. And I guess that was an invention of America to put onions and mushrooms and bacon and sausage and pepperoni and all this other stuff into that round red pie. Cause if it's authentic Italian, it doesn't have any of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, growing up, pizza was a real novelty. I mean, we just never had it. Uh, there was, there wasn't the pizza shops everywhere that you see today. Sure. Uh, we had Dunkin' Donuts before we had pizza joints. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. See, well, and we had my dad, <laughs> we had, we had Vince bakery. Cause he, you guys want pizza tonight? Yeah. You making pizza? I think so. He'd disappear. He'd come back in 20 minutes. Yup. I'm going to make pizza. Okay. Anything you don't want on it, you know, then we'd make some funny ingredients. I don't want any, you know, something, something horrible. So I don't want any Limburger or cheese on it there, dad. No raw cow hooves. Okay. I got you covered. He'd go away, come back in 40 minutes or so with the most delicious pizza. Everybody had their own little personal pan pizza that was made out of, I don't know what crust. He just, he disappeared, came back, big grin on his face. The kitchen was an absolute mess. Uh, nobody cared. Yeah. It yeah, was but, delish. Yeah, bringing back memories, you know, I'm just thinking about it, learning to cook with my grandmother in the kitchen in the early sixties. Um, there wasn't a lot of mixing of different things. I mean, you, you got a protein, you got a vegetable. And uh, if you're, if it was a good day and uh, the farm was producing some money, you, you got a good dessert. Sure. Uh, you know, you might have fish from the pond that you caught the day before or something like that, but there wasn't a lot of mixing. I, more than I think about it, there wasn't a lot of mixing of things back then. Yeah, but see, then I would think I ate some fish. What am I going to do with the leftover? Fish on the salad, make, that would make tomorrow night's dinner or fish with pasta. You know, just there isn't enough to make another main course out of it, but if you put it all together and serve it in a bowl with a little, you know, yeah. fresh grated Parmesan on top or something, because I don't want to throw any of that away. And somebody else is going to say, how come you got all of that? And I didn't get any because there was only enough for me or the other way around. And then I want it. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't see too many leftovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we don't see many leftovers. Sometimes it's planned overs. I learned yeah. that. Oh, from yeah, yeah. Good friend Sue Schultz taught me that it's planned overs, Mike. There's only four people in the family. That's why I make dinner for six every single time. It's like when we go to Diggers, I tell my wife, get the full slab. We might not eat it all, but they're going home. That's right. <laughs> that is absolutely right. We are Cooley Region Cooking and do so every Thursday. I love you to come spend an hour playing in the kitchen so we can find out how you have fun in the kitchen. You'll make my dad really happy. Get in touch. Mike at WIZMnews.com. We'll do a little Cooley Region cooking. You'll have to admit to your friends, that wasn't nearly as scary as I thought it was going to be. I'm even going to do it again. Cooley Region Cooks, Thursdays at 10, right here on Wisdom. Thanks, Wayne. Thank you. If you are or you know somebody that you think should be in the kitchen, then get in touch with me, Mike at WIZMnews.com. We can make it very easy for you to come in uh, and, and be on Cooley Region Cooks.